Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mm-hmm. It is, Moan. Oh. As Wade suggests, a happy Friday. It is a happy Friday, DK. Uh, everybody's emotions are back on Tuesday and Wednesday of the week. And we're looking forward to see what the Arizona Cardinals going to look like, man. And can we do some good stuff again? How do you feel about that, DK? I feel okay about that assessment. I, I feel as if there's a part of me that almost as invested in in seeing the team just get better as opposed to the outcome. I, I know that sounds wrong and backward, and there's absolutely nobody that would share it, but I was way more into the improvement part of what happened in Cincinnati than I was in the W. I swear. I, you know what? I can get that, but that's, that's because you understand where this team is, if we can be honest, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'd love this if this team turned into a frigging Super Bowl contender going into the playoffs, make that Cinderella run. But I got a feeling this is just one of those years where you stack. Stack wins, as Coach Tomlin like to say. Stack experience. Now, speaking of experience, that's you coming from 11 years with Tomlin right there. That's exactly, exactly how he would have answered that ridiculous thing I just brought up. But let's, let's ring that bell. No doubt. I'm ready. And welcome to the Ramon Foster Show. If you're new here, and we always like to think that there's new people coming in. Always, DK. He is Ramon. He (laughs) is the 11-year starting guard of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And he is in Hendersonville, Tennessee. I'm Dan Kovacevic here in downtown Pittsburgh. I write columns and stuff for DK Pittsburgh Sports. (laughs) Really, DK? You got to give the resume now, Fast Fridays. Just throwing it out there. Hey, man. Uh, Bob, if there's three people who had no idea who we were, that was worth it. That was worth it. I'll give you that 100%. Right. I ain't tripping off of that, DK. But I got to acknowledge Cat Manita here, man, with the full emphasis on top five bell ring of all time right there. I knew it when I tapped it. I knew it. Did you know it before you tapped it, though? Not before. No, you're not at that level of confidence. No, not with the new bell. That's the same <laughs> way we feel about this offensive line and run game, too, ain't it, DK? You're just not there yet. You're not that like, I can feel this is going to be a good tap of the bell. That, that is a great symmetry there for the offense. But Man. this bell in particular, Swan says, it, it, it rang like a cathedral in the Alps. Oh, what's that even mean? Oh, you look just like a church bell. Yeah, yeah. I had it. Had a little bit of an echo, had big time bass in it, man. I think somebody just said that a second ago, like he loving the bass out of it. I love that, man. I rang the bell like a dog, DK. That's what I'm talking about, man. <laughs> you did? You stepped your game up. That's all I'm asking you to do is step your game up. Oh, I got up. good news for everybody. I can now type. Watch What's this. the good news? Yeah, I can type. Watch this. D-A-W-G. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> At some point, DK, we're going to hand tie you, put a Pooh Shiesty mask on your face, and make you listen to nothing but trap rap, okay? Because we had a huge discussion on uh, rock, on your music choice last week, and all we need right now is some some real hip-hop. Well, there's some Jay-Z in there for you. Uh, I'll even let you have some Run DMC, but somehow we got to get... How is Run DMC doing me a favor? Because we got to start you somewhere. Let's go back to the 80s at least. <laughs> All right. Mike says uh, 13 and four. Here we go. I've noticed that. an 
awful lot of really upbeat reaction to what happened in Cincinnati. And you know why? Why? I think because they improved. Yes, it came with an outcome, but it also came with improvement. The other W's weren't having this impact on people, were they? No, they were not, DK. And it's because of how you did it and when you did it, too. Lost to Cleveland the same way that Cincinnati tried to bury you, too. And you corrected that. That's what I think last week was. That was a correction you needed in order to get this team to understand that, look, we got to check every single box every single week. Some young guys may have to step up. Some guys that just came off the doggone practice squad might have to step up, DK. And finding that groove, you had a – this is one of those adversity moments this team had, firing a coach midweek before divisional opponent, DK. And guess what? They answered the bell. I think that's why they're upbeat about that. As much as we talked about Najee yesterday and how, you you know, he's wanting to kill the conversation around Matt Canada that he somewhat helped start. If he didn't finish it, DK, he struck the match. Did he, he not? No, he, he brought the whole bleeping inferno. Oh, he brought the gas. Yes, he did, DK. <laughs> I mean, he, he he's the California wildfire yeah. in the equation. I, I mean, that that's a pretty rare thing for a player, an athlete in any sport to sit there and say, wow, my coach really sucks. And then to be a hero and to get his result two days later, that's not, that's not a, that's not a match. <laughs> no, that sounds so crazy. You said, Hey world, our coach sucks. That's it. That's and, a- it and it was like completely fine. <laughs> Golly, that's a wild place to be at. But the reason they're up, though, is because wins matter a lot. This late in the season, you're stretching away from, um, you know, the 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 losses that you have on the season, DK, and it feels good, man. That's why. You, you know, and then here's the other portion, too. You go into this weekend, you know, you got a real good chance of winning this weekend. Let's be honest about that, too, DK. Well, I think that's the way to an extent. You tell me in the locker room, how do you approach it? You approach it like that. But here's the thing. Yes, oh, 100%. You never said. I never told you that, DK. Well, you'd have pulled me to the side. I'd have pulled you to the side, DK. Like, why, hey, why, why, yeah. Why, yeah, don't use this. Why are you playing this game up? <laughs> what are you doing? Um, but defensively, I'll, I'll say this. I've seen – I remember when we played Kyler Murray for the first time, I saw people asking that question, are you worried about Kyler Murray? The answer is no. We've defended him before. The first time we got a start against him, I remember distinctly watching Bud Dupree keep his contain – and run down Kyler Murray on defense, man. It was by far one of the best plays I've seen Bud make beside a sack or something like that. This team understands how that style of quarterback plays. Heck, you see it two, three times a year between Lamar and everybody else that's a mobile quarterback. So I don't stress about that. Going into this weekend, I would feel this way. It's time to stack another dub, DK. It's okay to understand you're the better team. You should win. But here's the kicker that comes down to this team right now when I'm judging it as an outsider now, okay? It is, do they have the maturity to understand that they still have to go play football? This isn't a 5A uh, whip-yield team versus a 1A whip-yield team, okay? They're still pros. They still want to win. Kyle Murray can still extend plays and make plays, and James Conner wants to win. Let's be honest about that. Do they have the maturity to say we can go in because there was some times with us, we knew we had a lesser opponent, Raiders, Browns, uh, Jacksonville, that just snuck a win in on us. You know what I'm saying, DK? The Rams when they were bad, that's because we weren't mature enough in those moments. As much people want to, you know, throw flack at the coaches, the players, you know, can get fat and happy in those moments. You know, I, I, that's part of why I keep coming up with this just playing well thing because – I would imagine if you're the Steelers, in addition to preparing for the Cardinals and succeeding and coming away with a correct result on Sunday, that the last thing you would want, and of course I'm talking about the offense here, is to take a step forward, do it in a road stadium against a rival, a divisional rival and everything else, and then come back to Pittsburgh and come back to earth. Yeah. Okay? I I, I would imagine that this offense is hell-bent on continuing to improve. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like you can't just go out there and stink for three hours and hope the defense bails you out, which was the formula for the first half of the season. 
Yeah, no, and, and that's what you're asking for, DK. Mm-hmm. It's the ability yeah. to get better. Um, I that's saw that's independent of the win, though. Do you follow me? Very it's almost much so. like you have to make sure that you're keeping your chin up and focused on that goal as well. Very much so, DK. So I like Randy Wagner's comment that you have up right there. That's very correct, and I'm Good glad stuff. that you came back at me. We aren't a Cinderella. This is what Randy said. We aren't a Cinderella. We are a defense powerhouse. Bring it on. Defense will reign again the Pittsburgh way. That is 100% fact. I will not minimize that whatsoever. DK, what you got for me? Well, I got that Minka Fitzpatrick's going to be back, okay? And I've got (laughs) that in addition to Minka being back, Cam Hayward is is better. He's better. And TJ Watt is TJ, is only the best player on the planet, as Mike Tomlin stated himself out loud and unsolicited this week, okay? Yeah. Now – what happened in the interim? Players got better who got their opportunities. Not everybody. Not mm-hmm. everybody. We don't hear DeMarvin Leal's name anymore. We don't hear Isaiah Loudermilk's name anymore. Like at all. Notice it's that? Out. It's it's ghosts. Out. Ghosts. Yeah. You know who you hear? Keanu Benton up front. You hear Michael Walker as a linebacker. Ah. You hear Trenton Thompson, and you will continue to Man, hear throwing our Joey Porter Jr. Joey Porter Jr. has taken his spot. And brought it out. So now you bring Minka back into that. Yeah. And you bring a, a Minka back who was a little bit overdue for picks anyway. <laughs> Throw <Just laughs> it get out that there. All pro. Gotta get that all pro. Uh, but DK, again, just to finish up on Randy's first, his first statement, his first sentence of this statement, we aren't a Cinderella yeah. team. Well, this is why I said Cinderella, though, right here. Alan Collins come in and say, wants improvement again this week. Good, te- good team for Kenny to gain confidence. That, that's why you will be considered a Cinderella team. If Kenny somehow magically gets some pixie dust and turns into the guy that we that we want to see, that a lot of us think he can be, then that's when we're cooking with gas. Okay, that's when you strike a match and throw it on on on, on a pile of, of of dry brush. Okay. That's what I'm asking for. So, DK, when you also said that earlier, I want to see incremental gains of getting better. I primarily, again, I'm going to go at Kenny and kind of suggest that. Like, I know what the O-line positioning is. I know what the wide receivers are capable of. The tight ends, probably the most solid group out of anybody, maybe even on the team. If we can be real as far as talent, youth, plays that's been made, expectations that usually meet week in and week out. And I know Cam has this job that he does with the guys up front. But as far as consistency of play, DK, the tight ends have kind of knocked on the door a lot more often than everybody else when it comes down to this team. And I'm I'm impressed by that. Good stuff here from Robert Burns overseas. He says, Steelers Nation grows. I live in Edinburgh, Scotland. And by the way, did you notice the, the soft little dead O that I put at the end of Edinburgh? I heard that, Burrow. I heard that. That's how Pittsburgh was correctly pronounced when it was created. It was Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Something like that. Yeah. Same thing. I live in Edinburgh, Scotland. The last two times I've been in my local supermarket wearing my Steelers bottle hat, two guys have approached me to chat about the Steelers. The only thing that's better about Robert's story, better than Robert's story itself, is that I'm picturing three dudes, Scottish accents, talking Steelers. (laughs) And I just wish we had them on the show for that reason alone. I love that, DK. That would be a beautiful place to be, man. Can you imagine, as they say, sometimes being a fly on the wall in a conversation like that? I wonder what they... Was that the school janitor or whatever, the school... In, in Simpsons, you know what I'm talking about? With yeah, a giant red mustache. Yeah, I do know. Someone what you're here is about. someone here is going to know the name of that character, but I can't. Yeah. I can't. I can't. Do I don't know who it accent. is right now. Um, let's get into the only segment that matters, DK. We got some questions coming up, man. I want to go that? there real quick. Yeah. And who was it just a second ago? Ask, is it Fast Friday yet? We got to get the people what they want, DK. We got to get in and get out today. That's what they're All asking. right. We've got some in the shop today as well. So we're going to, hey. we're going to take care of business here. And, uh, yeah, the only segment that matters. <laughs> Come on. That's, hey, Mo. <laughs> At DK Pittsburgh Sports, we take pride in coverage that connects our city's fans to their favorite teams. Now, that connection's stronger than ever. Introducing our all-new state-of-the-art app. Find expert inside reporting and original podcasts. Check live box scores. Track the latest stats. Chat it up with our community of thousands of fans, all in one place. 
the new app from DK Pittsburgh Sports. Coverage that connects. You want to hear something funny? Yes, sir. Um, so we have a couple of people. We have a few people here in, in the shop today. Look at all the happy people. Hey, They're now. behind our, our 50% discount rack. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one is from Cologne, Germany. See, I can pronounce that without any problem. I hear that. The other one's from Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Hey, that's right oh, down the you street, get him man. all excited. Orange Absolutely. Yeah, look at that. Okay. <laughs> but I drove past that sign a zillion times in covering hockey games and football games in Nashville, and it's like I never had any idea how to pronounce that. So we'll we'll get to them as well. Yeah. Uh, here, but we're we're up to Rapid Fire Friday. That's yeah, that's what that's how it's going here. So. Let's uh, let's see what we got here. Uh, the Pef comes in with how does how does rain at Heinz Field or Akershore Stadium now affect the game plan? How did it affect it for you, Moan? Uh, just I would think more of a ground game. The passes probably are either deep balls where they can catch them in stride, as far as being over the head, or some real quick and simple that you can get the offense just continuing on. You don't want to be one dimensional. Guys have to change their gloves and stuff like that. But all in all, I would think run game more than likely you know, anything else. The turf has been better at Akershaw, if I'm not mistaken. It has it's not by all accounts. I'm not out there playing, but the players yeah. are playing. It's fine. Last I remember, they brought in like dirt from like New Jersey or something like that. Um, so yeah, it's it's it'll be fine as far as it goes. The game plan is probably more ground game when it rains, period. That's just the way it goes. Rapid fire Friday. Big Mabe says, Hey Moan, not football related at all, but big man to big man. What's your favorite cuisine slash cultural food? My favorite qu- cuisine slash cultural food. Uh, While you think about that, it was groundskeeper Willie. Probably, yeah, groundskeeper Willie. Ah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, probably Mexican food. Honestly, I love some good sushi, but I'm not you into like that. So look at that. She jumped in even uh, before you answered it. Sushi. Yeah, I'm not into the the raw raw stuff on top. What is it, nigiri? However you say it, man. I'm not into that as much though. The texture throws me off. I have no idea what you're talking about. Demont comes in and says, "I just want to beat the Cardinals and get better while doing it." Minka gets two picks this game as well. Wow, dude! Right off the oh. right off injured reserve. I'm going Minka get a forced fumble this weekend, man. But, yes, I'm ready to see him go off, though. I'm more on board with DeMond's second pick here, which is that George Pickens will go off this game. That that stage has been set. Yes, it has. Okay? There could be a situation where he just kind of, you know, he just takes off. Yes. Yes. And here's the thing. So I saw somebody say, what is, uh, how, how do I feel about Arizona? They're bad in all phases. Kyler Murray helps out a little bit, but they're bad in all phases. They can't stop the run. They can't stop the pass either. Now, they can be somewhat dynamic on offense. Uh, who was I had a star a second ago to, right here, DK? Hold up. You ready? Mark mm-hmm. Lancaster is not really asking a question, so I'm going to go to somebody that is asking a question. Chad goes, hey, Mo, how does Paris Johnson look? Will TJ make him look like a rookie? Yeah. <laughs> thanks for coming thanks, thanks for, for coming out everybody chat yeah <laughs> got the peanut gallery to laugh at a football line that's that's rare <laughs> yeah yeah he will man if you expect anything else less than that absolutely think about what he did to the browns titans defense i mean young rookie i mean second year tackle he did to him that's called uh a number one on mcdonald's menu everybody know what that is don't they that's a tomlin line that's a big mac yeah. <laughs> that's a tomlin tj's that against young offensive linemen yeah that's really good, by the way. That McDonald's line that he uses. He said, like, and you, you do have to think about it, though, for a second. Like, you have to go, hang on a second. What is the one? You know it. No, because I always, I've, I've spent a lifetime getting quarter pounders with cheese. Ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. So I don't ever, I pass the number one. I don't even look at it. Yeah, well, I feel you on that. So I never, I can't imagine, I can't tell you last time I got a Big Mac from there, but I do know that's their bread and butter, no pun intended, and that's their number one staple. So, of course, the number one is a McDonald's TJ Watt against a friggin' rookie offensive lineman. Yeah, the Big Mac itself was invented south of Pittsburgh, Cannonsburg. Get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Not McDonald's, but just the Big Mac itself. Oh, DK, you come through with these little nuggets, man. Oh, no, that one was a boss. That one was the boss here. Unlike a Royale with cheese, (laughs) McRoyale, DK. Royale with cheese. The Burger uh, King, man. Who wants to go to Burger King? Nobody goes to Burger King. I, I had somebody dogging that the other day. I was like, you know what? Every once in a while, that might be do it. 
Yeah, uh, absolutely. Mike wants to know if the quarter pounder with cheese is, in fact, the number three. It is. See, you know that. Yeah. That's yes, fine programming, says the boss here, ripping on us. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's see what else we got here. Uh, here's one I think you could be. Okay, go ahead. Dudes from the Muppets. Like, like had it been her dream all along? <laughs> Look at Dolly. She's asked out DK. Here's one DK, man, from Jonathan. Any yeah. word on Jack and Martinez, or is it just Walker and uh, Landon Roberts this weekend? Yeah, I would say this. Where Miles Jack is concerned, uh, I'd like to think that I know some of the patterns in Mike Tomlin's answers over the co- course of a long time covering him. When he was asked about Miles Jack, Upon bringing him back, he said, guys, he's getting into NFL shape. He's going on the practice squad. I'm going to leave it there. What does that mean, Moan? You take that one yourself. He's not ready yet. He's, he's going to get ready there. to play football yet. Trust me. I yeah. like him. He's in our room. When Great he gets to have there, in the house. He gonna get his uh he gonna get his 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 number call. That's what that means, right? Miles there. Jack is a very good football player and a and a and a good dude and everything else here. But if he's not ready to play in an NFL game and the coach is comfortable saying that in public, yeah, think about that. Mm-hmm. Okay, that, there's a lot of layers to that comment and 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 where he was. A little bit of coin comes in and says, "Hey, Moan, you said last week if Dan Moore didn't look great." Is it time for Chuksakorafor to be back at right tackle and Jones at left tackle? What would you do about the tackle situation right now? Here's the thing: you, when you look at groups of offensive line, you got to have time. They won. Was he great? No. Was he that bad? No. And, and that's the answer. Like fast Roddy, that's as much as I can give you today. Unless he he like quits on himself and it's just like he can't stop a nosebleed. That's the thing. Everybody has one or two plays and pressures in a game. Dan Moore, is he the greatest? No. Is it the worst? Not even close to being the worst. Trust me, I've seen worse. Yeah, there, there's there's not there, there's not much to anticipate there uh in the moment. Jackson is is getting almost as excited as as we were earlier about Minka saying how good would it feel to score four touchdowns? Four touchdowns, Moan, is 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 a blowout. With this you know, defense, it's a blowout. You, you know what four touchdowns would signify to? Yeah, that that uh, that Mitch got into the game, meaning at some point. I mean, that's that's how much of a blowout it would be. Even if you allow me to just pile on for a second, it, 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 this for a second, it just honestly means DK. They actually are working together, and they got a competent person calling plays. Can you imagine that though? Too, if that does happen this weekend, Jackson, like imagine that being the storyline. It's like wow, they hadn't did this in a very long time, and it had to come down to them getting rid of an offensive coordinator. That's wild stuff. Ryan Lytle says, does Nick Herbig have any path on this team to becoming a starter? He's shown flashes of brilliance, but the plate's kind of full at that position, isn't it? You answered it yourself, Ryan. That mm-hmm. plate is heavy right now. I'm talking about he's going to have to wait on thirds to get his feel. No no time for that. And again, I love what young guys can turn into in the NFL. Let's not throw them in front of guys just because you think they're going to be better, Ryan. I know that's not what you're thinking, but what I'm saying is this. It's good to have good role players. Now, can I say something here? Please. On this front? Okay. Please. How different are Alex Highsmith and Nick Herbig as players, though? Big time. B- extremely different. Yeah. So why not every once in a while, you know, put it this way. There were only 39 defensive snaps in that game in Cincinnati. Yeah. One of them saw Nick Herbig come flying like a ghost out of nowhere yeah. to, 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 to murder whoever that Cincinnati quarterback was. Okay. <laughs> And that's not a play that Highsmith closes on. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying here. Maybe you throw in a little bit of a something if you're the you know if you're the defensive coordinator, you go. I don't want you getting too comfortable with 56 over there. Mm-hmm. Exactly, man. L- let it just have its own life, and I'm okay with that. DK, I'm absolutely okay. Tyler Johnson wants to know if it's okay to give the defense 39 snaps every yes. game. <laughs> that is the perfect scenario. Them dudes should be fresh this week, DK. <laughs> but also with the understanding they're going to get tested for sure. Marcus Golden, by the way, that's who MG he's referring to here. He says when after MG retires, Marcus Golden has been the one who's been pushed out of the picture more than anybody. And let's remember that Marcus Golden was playing well. Mm-hmm. He was. Okay. It is an embarrassment of riches that the Steelers have here. Spice Creations believes that Broderick Jones was getting beat. 
He did. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, nobody brought that up, DK. I said it, it on on Monday. I looked at a few things, DK. Nobody wants to talk about Roger giving up like two pressures. Was it a sack that he gave up also too? Like no one wants to talk about that. We nope, love the kids, but we gonna we gonna dog out Dan more again. Everybody's growing. Everybody has their deficiencies. And I know it's well. He's going to be better. Well, let's talk about what he actually did. This ain't no pile on. It's just the reality of what everybody eyes and lenses actually see. DK, that is kind of comical, man. He did. Broderick did give it up a little bit this past week. And again, like every offensive lineman will when it comes down to uh, how you play the game. Every offensive lineman going to give up something, man. As promised, we have some uh, guests and visitors to the Ramon Foster Show right here. Do it. Slide on in. Here's Felix from Cologne, Germany. You came just for this? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, that was it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the games are not really that important. Yeah, really just give for that, right? Come on, <laughs> he got on headphones. Yeah, get, get him together, get DK <laughs> together, man. He didn't see them cans on your head already. Well, first of all, really cool to to be here. I need the other headphones. I can hear myself. Oh, <laughs> I guess I guess DK was right, Dolly. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, that's better. That's better. There we go. <laughs> all right. Um. First of all, really cool to be here because, um, yeah, I'm listening a lot to you guys, even from Cologne. So, Thank you. Uh, yeah, so my question, um, the offensive line has a really go- good running game streak going, right? Mm-hmm. Like the last couple of couple of weeks. Um, when you guys did have that, did you like do anything different in preparing for the next game to keep it alive or... Did you maybe leave something out that you used to do otherwise? Uh, First and foremost, thank you for joining us. I appreciate that. Uh, Secondly, when you get good at that point right there, what you do also is you do simplify. You pull things out and say, this is what's working for us. To, To have a wide playbook of like 15 different runs, that's usually not the sign of a good offense. You probably got about five, four or five max. And that's what you're doing. You also, you simply don't talk about it because you know everybody in their mom knows that you're running the ball at a great rate and all it does is makes you concentrate in a little bit more to get your job done in those moments right there. So you, you understand what you're doing, but nobody talks about it whatsoever. All right. Thank you. Yes. Thank um, you for joining us. Can I ask one more question? Do it. Absolutely. <laughs> How do you say rapid fire Friday in German? <laughs> Schnellfeuer Freitag. See? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so second question. Before your decision to retire, did you um, have another time where you seriously considered retiring? And if yes, why didn't you? Uh, no, I didn't. Ooh. That's a great Why? question. No. I never thought about retiring until I actually did. I talked about it, but the thought of not playing football never crossed my mind until the March of 2020 when I was just like, yeah, this is it. It was uh, it was a ride to that point right there. So, no, it never crossed my mind because here's the thing. If it ever crossed your mind that you want to be done, you might as well quit. You're cooked because mentally – right. There's nothing there. There's absolutely nothing. So it never crossed my mind until the I was ready to turn the car off. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you. That's a great question. Ed, God, Ed is nice. you can pass it on to Ed. Money, Ed. That's not Ed. Ed has a great taste. Here's Ed. Here comes Ed <laughs> from Tennessee. He's not wearing orange, but you will like what he is wearing. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Let's go. Ed! This is Ed from. Murfreesboro. Murfreesboro, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Uh, the I borough. Can't speak like in yes, I didn't really have a question for you, Ramon. Just happy to meet you. Yes. Me and my sons <laughs> flew in Tennessee today. Yeah. Went to the Penguins game tomorrow, Steelers game Sunday. Just so what's the connection? The you're from Pittsburgh. Or you're an all Pittsburgh fan because you're living in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Yes, I grew up just outside of Pittsburgh. Okay. Okay. Military. Got married. Ended up in Tennessee. At Fort so, Campbell? No. I was in Alaska. Oh. My wife was from here. We met in Alaska, moved back to Tennessee. 
okay, okay. That's awesome, man. Nice to meet you. I hate that you had to go to Pittsburgh to meet me, but we'll see each other, I'm sure. Hey, come to Murfreesboro. I'll buy you lunch. I'm always there for baseball. I'll see you. I'm going to hold you to that. Absolutely. Thank you. Safe travels and enjoy. Thank you. That is the best. (laughs) Thank you. He didn't even have a question. And he's draped out in paraphernalia. And, and, I don't have a name. Oh, okay. Yeah, he just wanted to beat the Beatles. Look at that. <laughs> here, I got we got That's one awesome, more. man. You're going to have to introduce yourself here. You can sit around. Yeah. We'll be done. <laughs> hey, What's up? What's going on? I'm Thomas. Uh, What's up, just Thomas? hopping in to ask you a question. Uh, mm-hmm. See the shop. Uh, I got a little quick story for you. Okay. Uh, I'm from Bloomsburg, and uh, Matt Filer. Matt, Matt Filer, the anchor. Yep, uh, we were at a uh, team camp, yeah. and he was the demonstrating offensive lineman back ten years ago. Wow. Yeah. So I met yeah. him, and uh, my question was, who are you more excited to see go in the Hall of Fame one day, Marquise or Ben? Oh, why would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I know it's a given for Ben to go. So if Marquise, okay, because centers going in, interior offensive lineman going in is rare. Okay, yeah. so watching the center go in at some point, man, that I play with, I think I'm 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 gonna be a and I play with him at mine his whole career. So oh, yeah, definitely. That's that's awesome question right there, yeah. man. <laughs> to come up with one that could stump you. That was good, man. I appreciate that. That was good. Thank you. Are you going to the game? I am. Yeah, yep. enjoy. Get loud. Give them all kind of hell, too. I'll do my best. Yeah, no doubt, man. Well, enjoy. Bloomsburg, I knew instantly. Matt Filer. Yep, yep. But no doubt. Thank you. Absolutely. Enjoy. Nice you. you, too. This is the best. They love your beard. They're all over the beard in here. This is like uh, Ben in the early days of COVID beard. Remember when he came out like Saddam from his bunker? I don't remember that. <laughs> Three great guests, DK. That was solid right there, dude. Everybody's here to say hi. You There's something. Well, everybody can just kind of stand here or something. If everybody wants to say hi. We don't have to, you know. Yeah. Yeah, we have uh we have some other we have some other questions coming in here. He says, uh Steeler Girl says she'd love to see Ben and Marquise go in together. That won't no. happen. No, because no, no. Ben's yeah. going in right away. And when you're an offensive lineman, you gotta wait. You gotta wait. Even the great ones, mm-hmm. even the ones that have multiple All Pros and everything else here, they have to wait in line because you never put more than one in a given year. Unwritten rules. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep, absolutely. That's a crazy question right here. No, Hovain cannot. It gets spotty. Like right, you see the shade right there. I can't get it up in there. Oh, yeah, look at that. See it? Yeah, it just it just quits. It just, but I had that that thin chin strap when I met my wife in college. Though it was like right there. You're blaming it on the equipment. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, hey man, Brent came through with some heat right here, DK. I gotta throw this up, even though I'm not gonna answer it. You ready? Yep. Brent goes. I will take the bait. Who's the worst you ever played with on the offensive line? Be fearless. Um, we. <laughs> I can't. I, here's, I, don't, here's I, don't, I don't. I don't. I can't give that answer because mostly everybody in Pittsburgh held their on. If guys only did one year, then that's probably your answer right there. I have one or two starts. That's, yeah. But the that the other way of looking at that is you have to be so good just to walk onto that campus in Latrobe. Okay. Uh, these are almost without exception players at any position, but including offensive line, who were the big stars wherever they were. They were the ones that all the local papers were writing about. And suddenly you show up in Latrobe and you're looking around and you're just a dude or less. Yeah. You know, Uh, Richard wants to know, hey, Moan, who on the offense is a leader in your opinion? Najee, for sure. Um, That that goes without saying. I think Kenny's learning how to do it. Uh, Pat, I don't think it's in in, in his wheelhouse just yet, but eventually he'll turn into more reps. So I'm going Najee. And I'm going um, Kenny. 2,066 members, says the boss. 66, always a good number around here. Uh, The way to become one yourself is to go to dkps.net slash join. Just like that. Or 
Make sure that when you're in the live chat that you have accept gifts and you can get one for yourself for free yes, you can. for a couple months. And shout out to Rochelle. She's in here too. A lot of guys aren't hitting on her today, so we're good. We're in a better true. place on Fast Friday. That's true. Mark Lancaster says, hey, Moan, is it important to produce a convincing, comfortable win? Yeah, it is important. It ain't the Why? end all be all because you got to know that you team can- to the team. To the players, to the team. Yeah, okay. yeah. At, at times, you need to know that you can beat bad teams, and that's what I think, uh, Mark, I'm hoping you're getting at. A comfortable win may honestly be 20 to 3, right, DK? It may be 24 to 10. That's still a very comfortable hey, that's win. That's a blowout around here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Mark, it is important. Uh, guys got to know that they can compete. There are different levels you have to take whenever you're trying to be a better team throughout the course of the year and when you're really trying to build something. And that's why I think this team is. They're building. Good stuff here from Bryant. Says, With the defense that the Steelers have, if the offense continues to get better, the remaining schedule is easy. Not only can we win the division, but we could get the one seed. This is a really exciting game in Cincinnati. Yeah. <laughs> they still only won 16 to 10. I just want to be that guy. I know, but... but- I know, but that's what happens around here. When you see yeah. them actually playing better, not just getting the result, the hope factor rises. Trevor Barnes says, hey, Moen, if Kenny's confidence keeps growing and his play continues to elevate, can you see the Steelers making a decent playoff run? That's all we're looking for. Everybody this offseason said one playoff win. That was the expectation. We need to see that. Whether it happens or not, they should make the playoffs if this schedule is what it says right now, DK. Uh, but uh, his confidence continues. I mean, y'all know how it goes. The quarterback drives, man. They're giving the keys to the franchise for a reason. So, yeah, if that happens, I'm in with you on that, Trevor. Jesse G. Cervantes says, hi, guys. Happy Friday. Would you guys agree that the former OC almost killed Kenny's potential to be great? He asked his whole question just so he could get killed Kenny in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he did, man. Um, yeah. I, I I do know you this. There's bastards. a l- lot more behind that conversation <laughs> as far as Kenny's concerned and his development. It is very fascinating on what's going to happen moving forward and how Kenny and Coach Mike Sullivan relationship builds and stack. And maybe Kenny has a little bit more of a say-so about what he do and don't want to do offensively. Pete wants to just see them go two for five in the red zone. I, I don't – I mean, I, the part I like about that is five in the red zone. Means yeah. you're moving the football. You're moving the ball. That might mean 24 points, DK. 28 points. And Muhammad has no use for these solid playoff runs. I'm you with you. That's expectation. One. You have to say this one. That is expectation. Yeah. That's... He said, "What? Hell no, Super Bowl." Yes, you <laughs> can't say that either. Hell no, Super Bowl. Absolutely, I, I, DK. That I is always it. the goal, Muhammad. Yeah, it's it's uh. Slim wants your prediction for all of the last six games. We're not doing that, but how about just for this weekend? Oh, I was about to. <laughs> they get a dub this weekend <laughs> for sure. Uh, DK, give me uh, against them. They'll play with a little, little, little vinegar in their pee, DK. A little, little gas in, in their fluids. Let's go. That's a little I too got, much of the digestive tract in your in your predictions, but go ahead. Not my problem. I was talking about Arizona. Give, uh, me, uh, <laughs> give me 27, DK. 27-13. That's a blowout. I'll take it. I'm calling it this time. 27-13. My favorite thing about when we ask for your prediction every Friday yeah. is how you, you pause for a second and you say, DK, give me, as if you're at like the horse track. I am. You're oh. like, give me, <laughs> I don't know, whatever you said, vinegar something something, name of a horse, right? Dolly gave me a beard. Yeah, I don't get that. Oh, because now you have a beard. Look at that. Is that how I would look with a beard? Yeah, that's good. She grew, she grew you a beard. I don't know if I like me with a beard. Yeah, I'm not into that at all. Yeah, let oh, me straighten. Anybody? Yeah, you got one. I like it. Isolated in the back. <laughs> <laughs> this crew is like, man, we're like, we, we have no use for this beard, Moan. And the one, no, uh, I, I, like I like it. All I need is one, and I'm ready to go, DK. I promise you that. All I need is one. Uh, Mar- get- Marble G wants to know which teammate had the biggest dome. Because he also it- needed the biggest helmet. Casey Hampton. Yeah, that's kind of easy, huh? Yeah, Casey Hampton. Yeah. Definitely. Big snack added. equals big cranium. Domer Simpson, man. <laughs> Domer Simpson. Uh, here's a football one real quick. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, here's did, a football one. Did you one just real make quick. it funny? 
I did. Domer Simpson. You like yeah, that's that? That's very good. Yeah, yeah. That was real solid right there. I think that's there. our third Simpsons reference today. Uh, Hanover for Zach. Hey, Mon, will Hollywood Marquise Brown torch JPJ? No. Here's the thing about it. Joey Porter Jr. got size over him, and Joey Porter Jr. can run. We saw that. Um, best wide receiver in one of the top five in the league, Jamar Chase. JPJ had a good day against him, man. So I expect them to try to go deep, and it's probably going to be more zone on him anyway. Zone man situation like that, safety over the top. Yeah, you got to be careful with Hollywood Brown, but I I got confidence in Joey Porter Jr. handover. Cam, too. Yes. 100%. Oh, I mean, we're all coming in on the size of Cam's head. Yeah, Cam got a yeah, huge head, man. Yeah, it's something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you think they do this on Cam's show? <laughs> Did they call him Big Head? No, I'm just not. I'm just saying. Coming back, coming up next on the Cam Hayward show. Let's talk about Cam's head. <laughs> the biggest head, yeah, probably uh, him. Cam's just a giant human oh, being. You know who else had a big dome? Wait, I, I can settle this with Cam. Let's make Ooh. sure we're on good terms. The only thing bigger than Cam's head is what? Cam's heart. Cam's heart. Aww. That was cute. Aww. That was cute, DK. Who else had a big head and didn't mind telling you that too? DeCastro. He got a big square head. Castro, like a Lego head. <laughs> like a Lego head. He does. This subject needs to change. It got to change, DK. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to. I mean, Cam's late great father. Yeah. Greg Ironhead Hayward. Ironhead. That was actually, that was his nickname. We didn't make that up. Cam head is, well, look at it. I promise you, it's huge. That's Definitely. my dog, though. Definitely. Ironhead gave birth to Steelhead. Steelhead. Says Polly. And I saw that every single day at practice, man. Goodness gracious. Yeah, Dude we, plays with a lot of heart. We thought it was going to say Cam's play. Now Cam's heart is bigger than, yeah. than, than, than anything. That's that's actually not, that's, that's not a line. That's not a joke. No, absolutely not. Um, we're going to take a couple more today here. Sticky B comes in and says, Hey Moan, will the offensive line get with Kenny Pickett to help him not roll out of the pocket and into pressure? There are times the pocket is intact and yet he rolls into a sack. And of course, as we've talked about many times, he will do it specifically to his left, yeah. which I'm sure is really popular with the left tackle. No, I doubt that, DK. You just spent all that effort pushing the guy exactly in that direction. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Kenny got to get comfortable with that himself, but he also got to trust the offensive line. They also got to give him something to be trustworthy of. Um, But I'll say this too, Sticky B, I think the rollout and mobility is just a part of Kenny's game. Uh, He did it in college. He continues to do it. He's comfortable doing it also. So I I think we just got to get used to that. And the same way that we watch Patrick Mahomes do that or um, any of those other quarterbacks, Derek Carr even rolls out the pocket. Drew Brees rolled out of the pocket at times like those types of dudes, man. It's all right for him to roll out to me. He just got to know a strategic way and how to be safe down the field. We have uh, one more today from Paulie. It's a good one. Hey, Moan, what are the chances that if the Steelers continue to get better – Will the new OC keep Sullivan and Faulkner around? Yeah, see, I would never presume that a new offensive coordinator, if that person were to come from the outside, would have any sort of say whatsoever on who the positional coaches are. He might have, like, one buddy that he wants to bring along, and that'll be it. So, uh, and I guess since this is the last one, DK, uh, before we go into extra segments, Here's the thing, like uh, a, a lot of y'all didn't realize, like Coach Mitch was the assistant head coach while also being a D-line coach, too. Uh, so what I'm saying is this, guys, That's John Mitchell, John mm-hmm. Mitchell can have two roles or uh, two titles. Like I can still see if they do well, you can still see offensive coordinator being Coach Faulkner, offensive play caller, uh, um, Coach Sullivan. Is that all right to say, DK? But here's mm-hmm. the issue that we're going to have to run into. Are you guys OK with that? Because a lot of you guys have been asking, hey, we need to go outside of the building to go hire somebody else. Again, we've already acknowledged Kenny likes Coach Sullivan. Do you want to mess that up? Are you are you guys okay with that? That's actually, to me, that's the money point here. Okay, the offensive coordinator 
doesn't matter all that much beyond his relationship with the quarterback. I mean, play calls and all that other stuff. You're going to get play calls from whoever. You know, obviously, some guys are better than 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 others, but the paramount priority is the relationship between the quarterback and the coordinator. And man, if you just get Kenny going, and that's the scenario that you put your you put up yourself here in the question. Mm-hmm. That's that's different here. Mike Mike brings up moving Broderick to left tackle, Darnell Washington to right tackle. Why he's not the only one to do this? No. Okay. Why why would you take away a skill that Darnell Washington has by making him a tackle? That's all because that's all you're doing is you're just removing a skill. He's not going to go out for passes. It's going to take two or three years to get Darnell Washington to be offensive tackle. Alejandro took over two years to get to that point. Maybe not two years, but y'all didn't love Al his first year in starting. Al grew into that also while being on the job. So that's what you're going to have to deal with if you want Darnell Washington to uh, be your starting tackle. And I know that's a pipe dream, but still. I got to ask and put this one up too, DK. Mm -hmm. Ash puts up here as far as the two OCs and titles, how long would that last because of egos? I don't think you can have that because there can be a run game coordinator. There can be a pass game coordinator. Yeah, there's lots of different ways that you can go about this, but you know there is one other possibility. What's that? All of the scenarios that everybody puts forth are really rosy. Okay, when they ask that, when they ask that question, it's well, if the Steelers do this, if the Steelers, there's another scenario at hand. Okay, and that's that they could just say, listen, we're we're all right with these rosy scenarios. Yeah, meaning we're just going to keep who we got, and we're going to keep doing it how we do it. We'll talk about it. We'll add help where we think we might need it. But so that's we, one of the biggest criticism of Coach Tomlin, though, too, is he never goes outside. Todd Haley was his first outside hire in a very long time. DK, as far as Big positions. Everybody's been in-house. And that's why I've asked in the crowd how y'all feel about it. The players inside the building probably love Coach Sullivan. I know they love Coach Faulkner. And I saw somebody say, it don't matter who uh, Kenny like as long as they make him better. Well, Coach Sullivan, after one week, seems to have made Kenny better. There's a long way to go. That's, it is. That's, that, that's, probably, that's probably the best answer here. All right, guys. Well, we're gonna we're gonna be back maybe in like a second or two. About two seconds, about ten. ten Something like that. Is that what it is? Seconds. Yeah, it's about all ten. Right. All right. All right. Now we've got quite the group here, Moan. Hey. Check this out. Look at look at all this. Look at the guys, man. Back. And then there's some hiding back there. I don't know yeah, what that is. Yeah, what's up, good people? He yeah. look like Matt Filer up front, DK. Matt Filer up front. He's <laughs> out here. How many of them do you think know what Matt Filer looks like? All of them because they got beards, DK. If you're a Steeler <laughs> fan, you got to know what the beards look like, dog. Absolutely. That's it. That's it. Um, yeah, good stuff, Moan. Uh, yeah. everybody's all in a good mood, you know, look, they uh, every, are. everybody, everybody's happy and everything. And that's what happens when the, when the team is, when the team is doing well and playing well and playing well, that's, uh, and- that's what the difference is. Brent thinks somebody's shoplifting. <laughs> <laughs> Them dudes don't look like they steal DK. <laughs> they don't look like they steal, man. Golly. So, yeah, no, that's, that's good stuff. Um, I, I honestly, I have a good feeling about this weekend. Uh, I have a feeling that the Steelers are going to continue to perform well above and beyond anything else here. I have a feeling that they're going to continue to kind of spread their wings a little bit on offense. Yeah. And, you know, somebody asked in here earlier and I failed to get it up. I thought it was a good question, which is what would happen, you know, if, if the other team and you would think that Arizona will do that if Arizona stacks the front. If Arizona says, "Listen, we're just we're not going to let you run," mm-hmm. what's going to be the Steelers' attitude? What's going to be their approach? They're going to have to spin them down the field, DK. Tough s. Yeah. Okay. Here's here. Meet Darnell Washington. Oh well, yeah. Here's that's what that he thinks of you stacking the front. Okay. Get that option is there, DK. Okay. Here's here's three tight ends. Uh, here's quick slants over the middle. Here's a, here's uh, some of the stuff you've been talking about. Those hots. Yeah. Go ahead and beat them. Spread them. If they don't want to spread out, 
then you're doing the Steelers a favor because we're going to run through you anyway. We're going to run follow through me? you anyway, yes. And they can hit them with that th- thunder and lightning combo they have of Jalen and Najee. That's what I also want to see more of, too. Yeah, no, that's that's uh, that's good stuff here. We had one question that I really wanted to ask you, but it was from somebody else. Now I can't find it. It was They wanted to know if you saw the Penguins goaltender score a goal last night. I did not see that, DK. That's a really rare thing in sports mode. Was it empty net or what? Yeah, empty. Oh, yeah. Imagine if scoring against another goalie. That'd be incredible. <laughs> I freaking love that. <laughs> <DK>. <laughs> no, uh, no. Tristan Jari got the puck. The Lightning had already pulled their goaltender and pew, there Down. it went. And I was trying to think to myself, what's something equivalent in football? Because in baseball, it's easy. It's a relief pitcher hitting a home run or something. Although even that's more frequent. This is only the ninth time in NHL history this happened. Yeah. Okay, so like, what's the equivalent in football? Would it be big man kickoff return? Remember, we saw that a couple of years ago. Yeah, I from see. Minnesota. Does anybody remember? Uh, yeah, I do remember that. Um, what would be Patriots? A... It was. It was the. It was. Yeah, Matt Filer here has the answer. <laughs> it was the Patriots. The Patriots. Big uh, man touchdown on a kickoff return. He made. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know if he got the touchdown. I think he went like no, seventy he plus got yards. Real close. That's yeah, right. He went like mm-hmm. seventy yards or something like that. DK. Uh, SES said uh, <laughs> the CIA is behind you. No, RB said the CIA is behind you. DK. <laughs> <laughs> CIA. They're not CIA. <laughs> <laughs> it might be. Um, but yeah, DK, what is, yeah, James Harrison, James Harrison's hundred yard interception return in a super bowl at the end of the half. Yeah. All of that is is right up there. I got one better coming back to beat Cincinnati down nine points in 2014. Oh, that ridiculous game. game. Yeah. What was that? 14 to 15 when that game, when they ran through the tunnels. Oh, that yeah, that was that was a ridiculous game. That was in that was in fifteen. Fifteen, yeah. And they had us beat. Yeah, when Vontez ran out of the stadium. Yeah, yeah. That's Rage. about as rare as that. Yeah, raging intellect that dude was, huh? Two minutes left, or less than two minutes left in that game, uh-huh. too. Ooh. Cat Manita says when Big Ben punted, he did that all the time. All the pooches. Go look at his with his left leg too. No. Yes, it is. Did you know he punted with his left leg? You did. Matt Filer knows everything. You want to just do this show? I'm just going to hop in there. <laughs> he didn't turn it down he either, didn't DK. Say no. No, he didn't say you better stop offering, man. Oh, uh, no. Yeah, big punt it with his left. Levantez and Pac Man both crying. Here come the good memories, huh? Yeah. Was that was the game time. that the female Bengals fan uh, crying in the seats. I still use that one. meme that persists to this day. Ten years later, she's still all over the internet for crying in it up yeah. there. Yeah, beautiful time, DK. Beautiful time. But you know it's how we definitely. end Fridays, though, right, man? Oh yeah, let's have it, Moan. Call somebody you hadn't talked to in a while. Buy somebody a random beer. Have a random conversation. Shake somebody's hand. Hug somebody. But make it back to us on Monday so we can have Victory Monday. Cool. Tell Dolly if she's going to talk that much. She got to get in front of this mic now, DK, because we got visitors. Didn't hear you. You're not in front of the camera. Yeah, no, we're good. We're good. I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. Trying to embarrass her. That's all. Now, good stuff here. Vince Williams touchdown celebration. There we go. Yeah. All right, everybody. Have a good weekend. No doubt. Peace, good people. <laughs> all right. There it is. <laughs>